Well, here we go with another episode of the DC United Kingdom podcast. It's episode six, and I am your host, James Graham. As you can probably hear, I sound a bit clearer now, and that is because I've finally got myself a new microphone, um, a Blue Yeti Nano, if you're interested. So yeah, it's all right, this. Um, so, it's been a week since the last podcast. What's happened? Um, so, in the last week, we've had two matches. We've had one against New York City FC and one against Columbus Crew. Um, I've also launched on Patreon um, and I've got a new logo as well. So, let's just kick it off with um, the Patreon thing. Um, it's there to give you the opportunity to support the podcast if you wish to. So, if you want to, head over to patreon.com and search for DC United Kingdom. And you can become a Patreon, um, a patron of the web of the podcast. Um, you can also find it on our website as well. Um, I'll give that link later on. Um, in terms of the logo, um, you may have seen it already. If not, head over to the website and head over to the Twitter page, and you'll be able to see it. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it um, if you haven't already, because um, I've had some great feedback so far. Um, and that feedback has actually made it evolve into what the logo is today so appreciate everything um the logo itself has taken some com combination of colors it's got the black and red from the logo of the current dc badge and also the colors of the union jack i love it i hope you do too um so yeah so any feedback just get in touch in the usual ways um Speaking of which, I also got a mention on the RFK Refugee podcast as well. So thank you to them for mentioning my podcast on there. That was really appreciated. Um, so I'm going to do the same back. So if you haven't listened to their podcast, just search RFK Refugees on your favourite podcast app and check them out. They also have a Patreon page as well. And so check them out on Patreon. You can become a patron, and I have too. And they do some great work, and their podcast sounds awesome. Uh, what else has happened in sort of the last in the last seven days? Um, I've also had my first donation on the website, so thank you to David of Two Idiots Soccer Podcast. Um, I really appreciate it. I mean, we met up uh, just before the game against Montreal as well. So really great guy, and yes, thank you so much. I absolutely love it. Um, if you do want to do the same thing, don't want to do it through Patreon, you can do a donation through the website, and that's through the website dcunitedkingdom.com. Um, so that's that's about it for intro stuff. Um, I want to actually really talk about the games because we've had two games and it's been two different types of games really. Um, the New York City FC game. So me and my wife actually sat down and watched this one. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. If you, it, well, yeah, as you could probably tell by the way I'm talking here, it was a tough game to watch. It, can't really see many good things out of that game apart from one but I'll come on to that um, if you haven't read my report on it here it goes um, so my overriding feeling was that we really lacked any real creativity in the game um, it was slow there was no one creating any sparks no one really attempting anything um, there was just nothing going forward Ariola was stuck in defence he doesn't belong there Acosta didn't have any impact. Um, he was just not really doing anything. And because of that, Rooney couldn't get into the game. All he could do was his free kicks and corners, which, to be honest, he's more than that. You know, we all know that. Um, 
it felt like that we weren't playing with the same intensity like we did right at the start of the season against Atlanta where we were pressing high we were winning the ball back we were making quick attacks that just seems to have fizzled out um, that was back then that was a joy to watch the game on Sunday wasn't a joy it was the complete opposite um, so we really needed to get back to that um, I wanted to see the eagerness and chasing the ball down I wanted to see Ara um, tackling in the, in the opposition half rather than being right back and trying to tackle there that was really really good um, slow dreary what can you say um, New York City were up for it a hell of a lot more um, you could see that because they hadn't won all season and they were eager to change that um, it was just knowing that it had to come against us um, they were first the ball they were quick the passing was quick I mean it's complete opposite to how their players when they were playing that um, the Yankee Stadium I mean granted the pitch was absolutely awful and should never be played on ever again but yeah they were willing to take efforts on goal they were testing Hamid from range you got the likes of Matrix and Morales who were just on firing on all cinders up top Alexander Ring was absolutely brilliant in the centre but the only reason for the why they made to be looking great is the fact that we were allowing that we just we were walking it was like it was watching walking soccer um, if you've never seen it it's actually quite becoming a big thing over here in the UK where the older generation because they can't run as much at all they play walking football it's actually quite cool um, but that's what DC were doing um, why not I don't think any of our players correct me if I'm wrong but I don't think we've got anyone over the age of 50 in our side so there's no reason for us to be walking around um, yeah I don't want to really talk about the New York City game too much longer because it really was diabolical um, my feelings were made on Twitter I mean there were questions asked and I was banging on about how we need to change the formation really I think and go back to the way we were playing against Atlanta so we looked at the when we played Colorado Rapids we went to three at the back and we actually played a lot better at the end of the game against New York City we actually did that we actually went to a three centre backs and we actually looked much better going forward we actually looked like we could create a chance chance we brought Steber on um, and he looked really good going forward um, so for me I wanted to see that continue into the game against Columbus now thankfully the game against Columbus was only a few days after um, that was at the when I'm recording this that was last night um, it was a late one for me jeez didn't go to bed till about three o'clock in the morning that was I'm, I'm feeling it right now so if I sound tired I apologize um but yeah complete turnaround and absolutely brilliant to see was we had three homegrown players in the starting lineup so we had Hamid and goal Donovan Pines at the centre back uh, Chris Durkin in the centre of midfield uh, Pines and Durkin absolutely brilliant can't put anything wrong with them um, so I want to talk about the Columbus Crew game last night so after the uh, New York City game I didn't really hold too much hope about it, it we haven't won there since 2007 um the recent performances have been awful 
Um, we definitely needed a, what I felt was like a miracle to actually win the game last night. Um, but how wrong was I? Um, the first half last night, absolutely brilliant. We looked great going forward. We were attacking. We were pressing high up the pitch again. Haru was played as a winger, which I think is his best, the best position for him. Uh, Ariola was sitting behind Rooney alongside Acosta at the top. Uh, Titi Rodriguez was on the left as a winger. Probably his not the best position for him. I think he'd probably be more suited to playing where Acosta was playing. But we haven't got Mora or we can, so we haven't really got a proper left winger. Um, who can play def the defensive side of things. Um, we had plenty of attempts on goal. We had actually more attempts than Columbus. They had 16 attempts to our 17. So, yeah, we actually did some attacking last night. Uh, the big moments of the game came in the 25th minute when Ariola was fouled on the edge of the box. Um, I mean, there was some great play between the three guys at the top and along with Titi Rodriguez as well. And now... Uh, Williams, I think it was, from Columbus Crew, um, just had to bring Ariola down, and it was on the edge of the 18-yard box, a yard further in, and it would have been a penalty. Um, so Williams picked up uh, the first bucket for Columbus Crew um, in the 25th minute. Um, 20, well, for felt like 24 minutes after Burnbaum got booked, he got booked straight away for a tackle, which you know, I'll come back to that in a bit. Um, so yeah, so Williams picked up the uh, booking. And when Rooney steps up, because it's on the eighteen on the edge of the eighteen yard box, he can't really go over the wall because the ball won't come back down again. Um, the amount of times I've seen that is unreal, and it, so many players think actually we can take it over the top and it'll come back down and it'll be in the back of the net. No, 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 no. So what Rain? What does Wayne do? Um, if you've not seen it yet, he's a nice little description. He steps up thinks well, I'm not going to go over the top I'm going to I'm going to hit it with some power so he gets the pace on the ball whips it into the bottom right hand corner the ball bounces just by Zach Stefan in goal which makes it incredibly difficult for a keeper um, and it just whistles into the back of the net it looked absolutely fantastic um, and it was great for us to actually score again um, it's been a while and uh, yeah, it felt, it's felt like it's been a long time since we last scored, so it was great to see. Uh, great to see Wayne back on the score sheet. And that was kind of the story, really, of Wayne last night. Is his set pieces were absolutely on point. Every single time we had a corner or a free kick, he was finding someone in the box for us. And Columbus just didn't really have an answer to that. Which begs me to wonder why we didn't score more. Um, I do feel like we should have had at least two, maybe three, because we were just so much better in the air than Columbus. Um, after the first goal went in, though, um, it ended up being uh, Columbus decided to do a little bit of attacking and test Hamid. But every single time, he was equal to it. Um, Columbus did have three attempts on goal in the first half. Not really too many, but enough to think, actually, they've got something in the bag here that might actually cause us some problems. Um which gives us the second half now a completely different story um, Columbus were just all over us in the second half we didn't have much possession um, they realised actually if they attacked our left side so where Titi and apparently Birnbaum yeah, um, just before going to the second half actually those, those 
team sheet at the start of the game it said that we were playing 4-2-3-1 that didn't look right uh, so when you watch the match um, we had Brillant, Pines and Birnbaum, their three centre-backs and we had Hara and Titi Rodriguez on the wing so when you looked at it it looked like we were playing a 3-4-2-1 um, it had been mentioned um, to me on Twitter that when we were in the def- uh, defensive phase of the game uh, Birnbaum would actually switch to the left back but I that looked like it did happen in the first half second half it did look like um, he was trying to get to the left back but we had uh, Rodriguez playing a lot deeper so I do believe that was second half was a three centre back formation um, so yeah so back to the second half um, Columbus decided to attack our left side so Rodriguez because he's a defender he was weak at the back there um, Columbus had 13 crosses attempt. well more than that actually it was 13 failed attempts at crosses from our left side they were un- failed because we had great centre backs in play Donovan Pines was absolutely awesome um, he was my man of the match um, he was there to head the ball away he was there to sweep it up when it was along the ground he was just getting in the way of everything um, he had Zardes in his pocket all night I didn't really see Zardes do too much and that is really good because um, he's been really good at, on fire this season um, what else uh, yeah uh, I don't think Columbus realised that we had three big centre backs and then we had Bill Hamid um, Hamid whenever the cross came in he was there to punch the ball away as well or catch it or do whatever um, when they eventually actually got through on goal he was there to save the shots um, clearing away the across the six yard box I remember it was one um, Meram I think it was he got through on goal and attempted to cross it in Hamid sticks a leg out and clears it it was just it looked great on TV um, one thing that was weird though last night was how late the substitutions were um, I know Ben Olsen likes to leave it late but he left it to the 86th minute um, I mean granted the subs that he made were the right ones I can't fault him for that but it did feel like are we actually going to play full 90 minutes with no subs um, I did actually even mention that on Twitter um, so first sub came on Seguru came on for Titi um, I'm surprised that wasn't sooner with how often the Columbus were attacking that side of the pitch um, it was obvious that he wasn't comfortable there um, Seguru is a bit more of a defensive player um, I find he's got strength um, he's not quick um, but he's got the strength and he can actually make a good tackle sometimes um, then Robinson Jalen Robinson came over Lucio Costa um, just to add another body to the back it looked like he went to wing back and Taro went a bit more central um, which was in- interesting to see that um, it was good to see Robinson get back out there again and then a last sub which was made in the 92nd minute uh, Amarikwa came on for Rooney uh, Rooney was looking tired his, his socks were round by his ankles at that point um, yeah Rooney just didn't have any legs left in him so it's going to be interesting to see how he if he play, starts on Sunday um, but Amarikwa did what he didn't what he needed to do which was hold the ball up waste the time and keep possession and even even then he actually managed to put Ariola through on goal but Ariola was knackered as well 
he'd been defending centre all hard out um, and it just trickled towards Stefan in goal but after that full time and we won our first match in Columbus since 2007 unbelievable um, it was only 1-0 it was an ugly second half but it was the kind of second half that we need away from home hopefully when we, when we return back to Audi Field we'll play a little bit more attractive football because the home fans we need that um, away from home I don't care how we get the points to be honest as long as we get the points um, I did see on Twitter that we've actually already equaled the same amount of points away from home now on the road that we did the entire of last season so we've got 10 points already in uh, however many games so far six, have we played 6 away from home or is it 4 uh, one of the two um, and we got ten, 10 points in the entire of 2018 so that's a great start for DC and that's the reason why we're top of the Eastern Conference really is our road form has been fantastic um, another thing about last night and this isn't specifically about the game itself but the broadcasting the amount of reports I saw about the broadcasting issues last night was insane I mean, majority was from obviously my US uh, fan base uh, and the family over there they were just having issues with floor sports again no sound issues actually watching the actual stream that needs sorting out big time and bless the DC United Twitter account fair play to them for actually not only tweeting the match but actually offering technical support um, they, they were working their asses off last night um, but I also had issues over here uh, the sound was dipping in and out quite often um, so I'm not entirely sure it was Flo Sports fault um, because I had issues as well but either way it's not great um, whoever's fault it is they need to have a look and I think MLS needs to step in here because they're the ones who issue the rights for these um, well and then the more local ones is obviously the clubs but if international viewers are having issues watching the game there's big issues there, and that's only the start of the season and we've had many issues so that needs sorting out as soon as possible and hopefully it does um, so that's about it for the games um, we've obviously got the game this weekend uh, I'm just going to quickly go over that I think if you don't mind um, so we've got Minnesota this weekend um, it is live on Sky Sports here in the UK it is uh, broadcast from 6.30 and I imagine the kickoff is going to be something weird like 6.37 because you know you Americans seem to love the weird kickoff times um, I'd imagine it's for the adverts um, so Minnesota themselves <laughs> sorry uh, when I was in the States uh, the amount of adverts that yeah, we were watching. Was it Good Morning America? Um, and they were like coming up on Good Morning America. Yada 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 yada. Adverts. Adverts. Done. Coming up on good. And it's like it just repeated itself. And I was like, what? And then another five minutes adverts. So I can understand why it's an odd time to kick off, but really, we need less adverts. Uh, but yeah to the Minnesota game there live on Sky Sports uh, Sky Sports football to be exact um, Minnesota they're on 11 points from 8 games at the moment 
um, which isn't the greatest returns. And we're on 17 from 9, so it's just under two points a game. Um, but the big stat is Minnesota have yet to win at home. Granted, they've only played two games, but they've both been, well, they've not won. So two ties at home, so they'll be looking to get that first win. Um, they don't certainly don't want to have a defeat at home this early on in their career at uh, Allianz Park or Allianz Field, Allianz Park. What's well, Allianz? I know that much. Um, and it looks like a great stadium as well. It's very tasty. It's very some. It's basically a baby brother to Bayern Munich Stadium. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, so yeah, um, they've obviously won a win at home. So we've got to be aware of that. Uh, just like the game against New York City, we need to be aware of the winless record that they've got. Um, so we need to try and silence the crowd because they're going to be really up for it and we'll obviously get behind their lads. Um, yeah, we just need to make sure we get really into their faces. Um, I'd love to see more of the homegrown players starting again. So I'd love to see Pines getting another start. Um, his last two starts have been on the road, so there's no reason why he can't start again. I'd love to see him start at home as well. Um, Durkin is no doubt going to be straight in the lineup because I think Knaus is still out. Um, the big test is going to be for Rooney because he's obviously played at Columbus and now travelling all the way over to Minnesota in a short space of time. Obviously, being in DC to Min to Columbus to now to Minnesota, it's a lot of travelling in a week. So we'll see how he copes with that because that's going to be the first time he's ever done that. Um, so will he start? Hopefully, if not, it'll be good to see Amarik what's out of the game and uh, see how he performs. Then, what else we got? Um, yeah, I'd love to see us pick up another three points. Actually, go to 13 points uh, on the road and keep our form up. Um, granted, the play hasn't been brilliant recently, but having two defeats in the last four games isn't great, but we've got six points. So it could be a lot worse. Um, let's look at the positive. So, yeah, we're on the road. We've been great away on, on the road. Let's pick up another three points. We're doing something right. You've got to think that. Um, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that as well. I'd li like to hear some score predictions again. Um, no, I seem to like that before the games. Um, so, yeah, so... It's coming up to the end. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the previous couple of games that we've just had, and obviously the upcoming game against Minnesota. Um, if you've got any general questions about what the podcast is or why I actually do it, um, or if you've got any questions about the MLS in general, if you're unsure of any of the rules in regards to transfers and whatnot, um, then get in touch via the usual methods. Um, so that would be on Twitter at DC United Kingdom via the website which is dcunitedkingdom.com um, and this is going to just be one last shout out for becoming a patron on Patreon I've got a goal on there so the big thing is I want to reach 20 patrons and if I do I'll start doing videos alongside this so not only will you just hear my voice you'll actually see me as well um, search for us on Patreon uh, DC United Kingdom or there is actually a link on my website now so click on that and until next time, until we next speak again, vamos united.